Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Yo, 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 what is up? It is uh, it's Sunday night. You already know what time it is. It's time for the Intentional Grounding podcast right here on the Buffalo Rumblings VidCast feed. You already know what's up. We're about to do this thing. I got a very, very, very dear friend, special guest is going to be coming in tonight. So that's going to be dope. But we're going to, you know, we're going to kind of uh, do a little something different, right? There's no Bills game. Right, so this isn't a post-game show, but it's a it's a it's a prelim to the NFL season. I'll tell you that we're going to talk some of the, some NFL. We're going to talk some college football, as you already know about the that big blue than Wolverines. So we're going to do some of that. We're going to talk about uh, MVP races. We're going to dive into a little bit of NFC talk tonight too. So make sure you guys hang around, stick around, and before you even see me. Before you even see my face, we're going to, I want to let you know about our sponsor here. Our sponsor is Slider Shelf. You already know, uh, www.slidershelf.com. If you have a home improvement project that you're working on that includes shelving of any kind, these bad boys slide in and out. You can find their products at Home Depot and Lowe's. Make sure you use the promo code Intentional Grounding where you can get 20% off your order. So let's go ahead and do this. So we're going to pop up in here. If StreamYard, boom. All right. So let's go ahead and do this thing. I'm going to bring Lexi up. You know, Lexi is over here. Um, Lexi, like, how are you tonight? You know, this is a new thing for you coming over here to hang out with the cool kids, the Buffalo Bills fans. You know, yes. before I tell Bills everybody Mafia. what you're about. I love it. I love oh, it. okay. So you're going to drop the Bills Mafia, right? I See, will. You're trying to really become endeared to the fan base, and I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, I always said if I wasn't a Lions fan, it'd be great being a Bills fan because it's just a diehard, you know, you love that team. You literally die for them. <laughs> That's what it is. Okay, so, well, Detroit fans are, are pretty hardcore, right? Michigan fans are hardcore. Bills fans are, are are just insane. Okay, yeah. I know we talked her, you know, behind the sh- before we kind of got on here tonight. You mentioned that you went to a couple uh, tailgate parties for University of Michigan. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, I've been, um, you know, tailgating. I've been a season hold, ticket holder for like four years. Been going all my life though, so it's um, it's nice to be back. I love college football. The tailgating atmosphere is just the best, and you know, it's on my bucket list to experience a tailgate at a Bills game. You know, I want to maybe maybe do the table, the table slam. Uh, we'll see, but yeah, okay, the best part of football. So. Listen, I'm going to tell you this right now, and I'm not just being a homer, okay? Because, you know, I, I like, you know, Michigan, that, that's that's my squad, right? That's my You're squad. Right. But there is nothing like a Buffalo Bills tailgate. I mean, I got to get out there. And I just, nothing. I love New York. I just, I, I need to travel. The whole East Coast. Yeah, listen, uh, these dudes, ladies and gentlemen, they, they, they jump off of buses on the tables. You drink shots out of a bowling ball. Pizza is made in a filing cabinet. Everyone, what? oh, oh, yeah. I'm so intrigued. I love oh. pizza in any form, so this sounds great. Wings, hey, <laughs> wings are being made on the top of a car, like by oh. engine. Oh no, it's it's wild. It's wow. Sammy says it's elite. It is it's it's elite. Like you cannot beat it. You can't beat it. It's 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 uh it's something to behold. So whenever you're serious, I mean, you live. I mean, you're in Detroit in the Detroit area. I mean, you could just kind of hop on uh, the interstate and just kind of go on. What three hours, three and a half hours to Buffalo? I don't know. Actually, I've never driven there. If it's that close, I definitely need to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I might be wrong. I mean, obviously, I live in Denver. I want so. to like cut through Canada and just be like, <laughs> oh, Canada. Um. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's elite. So whenever you're serious about uh going up, you know, to Buffalo, listen, if I'm not there, I know people. I know people to get you squared away. But it's good to have you okay, on the so show. Four hours and twenty two minutes. I looked it up. I'll have to keep that in mind because that's not a bad drive at all. Yeah. Just for that's a good like party? the drive to the U P for us. So the the what? The upper peninsula of Michigan. <laughs> The, y'all call it the UP? Yeah. The, well, it's, it's, it's the UP, okay? Y'all over here sounded like y'all, uh, the, you know, y'all from Houston or like, the Noya. Oh, it's, like, like, it's, almost, it's almost like Canadian mixed with, like, Finnish. Like, I don't know. They, oh they my like, God. the UPA. They say, like, A or whatever. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's it's a never... whole other world up there. We're like the trolls under the bridge down here to them. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right, so... I'm gonna ask you a question real quick. This okay. is, and this is totally off script. Uh, you know, guests that I have on, I want to know like how I kind of judge a person if they're a good person or not is is by their musical taste. Okay, mm-hmm. and and my question is, you know, I'm not gonna judge you. Okay, the fans at home are not gonna judge you. You know, you you're a Lions fan, whatever. But <laughs> what what have you been listening to this summer, music wise? What what's your taste like? You know, my taste is probably one of the broadest that you would ever experience. I'm not huge into, like, country. Um, I'm not huge into heavy metal, like, scream, screamo, like, type of music. Uh-huh. But everything else is fair game. Hip-hop and rap are, like, my number one, though. Um, especially, like, 90s, early 2000s, you know, the good old glory days. <laughs> um um, You know, even, like, 2010s. But I listen to everything. Um, my... One of my favorite artists of all time is Kanye. So that's like my okay, okay. My go-to. Like College Dropout, one of the best albums of all time. Like Graduation, same thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> you know, Donda, I mean, College Dropout, one of my favorite albums of all time. But I really like the Donda album. Yeah, Donda is good. It's like probably my number three or four, like, range. Yeah. Yeah. There's rumors that he might be uh, 
coming out with a new album at, at some point soon. Really? Yeah. There's rumors that Ye might be dropping another, so we'll oh, see. Boy, um, tradition, he's going to be good. Now, speaking of Kanye, did you see uh, what he's been up to overseas? <laughs> it's all over over X or Twitter. X. Yeah, he, he's, you know, he's just a special guy. You know, that's all I can just say is he is his own person, man. It's, it, it, you know, yeah, I'll just say that. Yo, Kanye is wild, man. He is so wild. He's always been, though. Like, that, it's just gotten more prevalent, like, the older he gets because he just, like, does not care at all, like, what people think, you know, so. Like, here, here's my thing, like, because I'm a big fan or whatever, but it's like, bro, if you're going to have your the, the crack of your butt on a boat hanging out and you yeah. got a and you got a, a face covering on, dog, mm-hmm. like, what's the point? He knew what he was doing. He not always knows right? what he is doing. <laughs> Yo, my man is wild. He and is he, freaking it's like, wild. With, like, a grain of salt, like, you know, that he's really trying to get a reaction sometimes, too, that... It wouldn't be so bad. But. All right, so we'll we'll let you slide on that. You know, you pass. You you pass the Bills Mafia check. All right, so far. Um, so let's 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 to get the talking. Let's get the talking here. Okay. All right, week one. Okay, we had week zero last week. College football. Um, I mean, you watch it because that's all that's on, really. Week one is like yeah, where it week one is where it's at, right? So five days straight of football. It's just glorious. Ain't it though? Like it I know LSU is playing right now. So when I we know. get off here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pop on that and, and see what's going on there. Uh, I'm kind of excited for that game. Um, but week one, man, it did not disappoint. It did not no, disappoint. It did not. And and surprising. I'm so surprised with so many games, and I'm excited to talk talk with you about it. But yeah, there's just a lot surprised me. A lot didn't. I'm just happy college football is back because it is truly like religion so okay all right so let me ask you this question so like for me um anytime the season's starting you know um like the night before the game i can't sleep like if it's the bills if it's if it's michigan like i cannot sleep at all are you like that too yeah you know it was it was really bad when i was a kid so i've loved football like since i was five years old okay it's been my like life but it was really bad, like, in high school. I would even say into my 20s where I would just get, like, so anxious that it would, like, ruin it for me. I'm like, okay, I got to find a middle ground here, you know? And so I get excited. It feels like Christmas morning every college football Saturday for me. Um, but it, it's just about finding ways to calm yourself down because I – it for me, it's, like, right before kickoff, especially when I'm, like, in the stadium and it's, like, Oh God! These people are about to see me freak out if something goes wrong. You know, like luckily I haven't had to, you know, knock on wood deal with that for a few years now at home. But it's um, it's like one of a kind of experience, though. Yeah, for sure, it definitely is. All right, so Michigan took on Eastern Carolina yesterday. Um, what are your overall thoughts about the Wolverines' performance yesterday? So you know. I'm happy with it. I know there's been a lot of discourse and it's just always going to be that way. <laughs> I feel like, you know, some fan bases can never be satisfied, but I'm very happy with how JJ looked. Um, that's yeah. kind of been one thing all season long that, or I mean, off season long, I'm like, okay, is he going to come out strong? It's his first year, not having a battle for the position. This is his team now from the beginning. And left no doubt, you know, he came out there so strong so confident 
Um, he's getting so much better with his reads and, and the way he's controlling the ball. There's still a couple times um, that where I was like, oh, that was clearly the, the wrong read to make. But, I mean, like I said, it's the first game. There's a lot going on. But between all the starters that were out, you know, losing Harbaugh for three games, we didn't have Sharon Moore, we didn't have our offensive line coach. Like, you know, this, this was a big – uh, you know, shoes to fill with all these people out and, you know, to do what they did, they did what they were supposed to, you know, right. we knew that we weren't going to see 55, 60 points from Jim Harbaugh, like, or from a team, not without Jim Harbaugh. Cause you know, he's going to say, don't show everything right away. You know, right. so there's a, there's a couple little questions, um, you know, that, that still need to be answered. But I think once these starters come back, um, that it's going to be fine, you know, get these coaches back with these guys and, get that chemistry better throughout the season. This team, I feel like, hasn't skipped a beat, especially on defense, and that's the biggest thing that I've been waiting for is, like, see that hungry defense, and they really, really killed it. Yeah, so for those of you who did not watch, uh, J.J. McCarthy was 26 of 30, 280 yards, and three touchdowns. I mean, that's the kind of performance that you need to see out of a a junior, you know, junior quarterback. Um, He, you know – one of the things that I really appreciate about yesterday's performance is that he took so much command of the offense, um, you know, and he was, you know, we, we knew like he, he can make plays off script, right. He can, he can scramble, get out of the pocket and he, he can make a, a crazy, amazing throw, but just like he did it. And, you know, he, he escaped the pocket when he needed to, it wasn't like, you know, you know, like even sometimes with Josh Allen, you know, he evades the pocket too soon and tries mm-hmm. to make a play, but JJ was patient. Um, and he threw some dots. I mean, the one of Roman Wilson in the back of the end zone on the right-hand side, like through between two guys. I mean, yeah, it's like. I'm telling you, once that, the world ain't ready. That's yo, it's, it's wild because, like, I'm like, okay, J.J. totally could be a first-round pick come draft time next year. That's how dope he is. Oh, he'll be a top five if he can continue to play. Like, I'm telling you, he will go. Oh, so it's so nice. Yeah. Oh, you, watch the game. you know, and it's crazy though we say about the, the stat line, okay? 26 for 30, 200 and like what 90 yards or whatever. That's not that much like in perspective to like other schools, especially when you look at, you know, uh Deion's son just tearing it up at Colorado. But that's actually the most completion throws and like in yards and touchdowns by a, a quarterback. Since 1991 for Michigan, so for the opening game, for the opening game, for game wow. one, that just goes to show you that it's not just hardball. All through history, Michigan has played smash mouth football and just, you know, especially in the beginning. Yeah. But I was like, wow. I'm like, well, okay, you got to start somewhere, right? So it's like, we can only go up from here. Yeah. And, you know, getting three touchdowns in the first game, he had 24 all season or 25 all season. And that was like a, a a record last year also yeah. like so it's like you get three now let's just get shatter three that every game let's, like, should let's, shatter just, that. let's blow it up like, yeah let's get on ohio state's level of like 30 plus touchdowns being thrown every year except what needs to happen if you're going to win a national yeah playoff. no it, it definitely one of those things where that's where michigan can take the next step is by having a balanced attack um, you know, it has to be led by by jj mccarthy and throwing the ball now we know donovan edwards blake Corm. i mean 
they they played yesterday. Uh, Blake Corm didn't have like the best game on the ground. I think he had like twelve carries, seventy three yards, and a touchdown. But you could tell like that was not their emphasis going into this game. It was kind of one of those things that felt like okay, we're gonna get in here, we're gonna execute, we're gonna make sure everything is buttoned down, and then we're just gonna get up out of here. Yeah, and I mean, it was Blake's first game back, you know, from from that injury. So it's it was never gonna be like a hundred percent, and like. I don't think that – I think the way that it's going to be split this year that we're going to see both of them kind of be, you know, pushing on the ground and, and getting those those carries. So it's kind of like when people talk about Coram, you know, pro, you know, winning Heisman, I'm like, when you got a healthy Donovan, those yeah. splits are going to be – those carries are going to be split now. So, I mean – Oh, I, yeah. It, but they're still both going to be good. And I know that Blake's going to do better going forward. I just know those kind of probably first-game jitters and, you know – yeah back from his injury being worried about tweaking it again it's always in the back of your mind you know i messed right. up my knee years ago and it's like if i cut too fast am i gonna mess up and like ruin it all like it's just it's gotta be on his mind so as we continue to talk about great performances uh out here in colorado there's this school in boulder called uh <laughs> cu Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Them guys, and they, you know, they made a a, a very interesting hire. You know, Deion Sanders, prime. Like, okay, first of all, ever since they made that hire, like, there's a juice, there's an energy in the air that I've never seen. Like, when the Broncos are good, you feel that, right? But mm-hmm. like, you got people like talking about the CU Colorado Buffaloes more than they're talking about the Broncos right now, and that's because of Deion Sanders. What were your thoughts when they beat TCU yesterday? So I'm going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I said I did say that they would take it over this year. Okay. But I only meant it at like four games. Now I'm like, wow, okay. And I think, you know, this is how the media works too. But they put such a negative spin on what he was doing and the players being small and unprepared that you almost like – had to believe it because you hadn't seen it yet. Right. You know, and, and I want I want to give Prime the benefit of the doubt. Because I mean there's but there's plenty of people too when I think of the back of my mind where they're like, yeah, they can play the game good, but are they gonna be a good coach? You know, so right, right, right. Was, I, I was questioning some things. I was. I, I won't lie, but I wasn't a blatant hater why so many of these people were like, they're gonna be the worst, you know, they have the worst roster. It's like, whoa, 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 okay. There's plenty of other worse rosters, like than Colorado had, but then they just kept piling on. So Dion talk your shit. That's what I'm saying. Right. He came out and he tore it up. And I know me and you were like, ha TCU, you know? Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Just a little bit, just a little bit, but it it was great, you know? And I want to see it going forward. I yeah. want to see it consistent. I want that defense to – not let up like 500 yards from a TCU team that I'm questioning their offense like overall, but you know, keep it up. You got to just keep rolling with it at this point. The, it's so much in the air. You said that that environment, the culture he's bringing in, it's so exciting. And I'm just ready to watch some Colorado like football. I haven't been able to enjoy the Buffs since like the nineties when they were like really good. So um, it's been a long time and, and I'm ready for it to be back. It'll make college football better. You, you ain't got to come in here lying to my, I just want to, I just want to watch CU prime, whatever. You ain't got to lie. You better stop the cap girl. Stop the cap. Um, no, Shadur was, he was dope last yesterday. Um, this dude's stat line. Now we, we talked about JJ, right? Like this is Shadur's 
stat line, 38 of 47, 510 yards, four touchdowns. Like, this dude was freaking balling. Oh, and then Travis Hunter, who played both sides of the ball, had a pass breakup, had an interception. Oh, and then, by the way, when he played offense, you know, he, he plays wide receiver. This dude had 11 catches, 119 yards. That's 10.8 yards per reception. Like, you you know, we're talking – that was amazing. Heisman Trophy? Like, I mean, oh, seriously. I mean, immediately he's going to be in the Heisman. And if he even has, like, a handful of games and then just, like, rides a, like a normal game, he would totally win the Heisman just, like, play a couple games like he did. But right. their schedule is brutal. And I, I want to say, I don't know the metrics, but just glancing at it, I'm like, that's got to be the hardest schedule in all of college football this year. And so what I said is that what I took away from that game is that even if they hit 500 this year, which I think would be a great accomplishment given right. like the schedule and then obviously what they were last year, but why can't they do more now? You know, why can't they just yeah. come out and like beat these teams on their schedule where I was like, Oh, that's an automatic loss. I'll say it. I was wrong, but I just, I want to see it again, you know, like, like prove yeah. it again, keep proving yourself. That's what they're going to have to do. But that chip on that shoulder is going to be really good for them and, and just help them really just get it done this year. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely fun to watch. Uh, I'm I'm definitely going to try to um, get some tickets and, and go up there and see uh, Coach Prime and the boys. But they take on Nebraska this week, and and we know if it's a close game, we know Nebraska's going to lose, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I thought Michigan and like lines were cursed my whole life. I'm like, maybe it's Nebraska, you guys. Yeah, like, man. It's just bad. Like what twenty or twenty six losses. In yeah. the last five years within one scoring. Yeah. Season. You know, I don't feel six. That's a lot. That's I don't feel seven bad. wins and twenty six losses. I don't feel bad years. for them. I don't. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have family and I got a couple friends. So I feel bad for them, but yeah, everyone else, like, sorry. Have you been to Nebraska? <laughs> no. I don't feel bad for them. Like that 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 whole oh, is boring. The state is football. boring. All they got is college football. That's what makes should make you feel bad. Let me tell you something. Now, what they did for the women's volleyball when they packed that joint, that, that was, was dope. Awesome. That's about the only cool thing I've seen to come out of Nebraska in ages. I'm going to tell you that right now. That is, yeah, it's, I, I got to respect weak. their fans. You know, their fans are kind of like the Bills fans. No, no you, fans. You, you take that back. <laughs> you take that back. They are nothing like us, okay? I'm sorry. They, have, they filled that stadium when they had a crappy product for like 15 years. Listen, we have electricity. So I don't, I don't, when when y'all when they stop churning butter, then they can come talk to Bill's Mafia. But until then, right. they're okay. going to have to kill that noise. Kill All it. Right. All right. So we're moving right along here. So uh, there's, there's two other college football things that we're going to talk about, Big Ten related. Okay. The first one is the Ohio State Buckeyes. Such a slow start against Indiana, okay? Now, I'm going to say this before I let you take the floor, okay? And you kind of alluded to this backstage, but it's real nice to see them struggle at quarterback, not going to lie. It's nice to see them struggle, man. Like, every year, it's like they, you know, one quarterback gets drafted, here comes another one. Yes. Since Terrell Pryor, like, it's, it's been that way. Can't stand that dude. Uh, it's just maddening. Like when they like had the third string and like JT Barrett or even like Braxton Miller, like how does it even happen? How do they just get so lucky? Like how, like blessed with Justin Fields, blessed with <sighs> CJ Stroud, which 
I mean, oh my god, so DJ Stroud is their best quarterback, but he never beat Michigan, so I will never let them forget that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I mean, it's it's about time, you know. Sure. The college football gods have finally answered my prayers and giving Ohio State mediocre quarterback play. So it's just it was a very slow start, and I was already very doubtful and low in Indiana. Um, Tom Allen, who coaches Indiana, is just not good. Um, I don't – I think he just runs and ran that program so into the ground. He got a little blip of breath in 2020, you know, when things were terrible for everybody else and they were capitalizing, but then it's just, like, skyrocketed to the ground. So, um, But the quarterback play was slow. I will say their defense still looked good. They held Indiana, like, 150 yards total of offense. Yeah, so that's, yeah. That's, that's impressive no matter who it is, especially with another Big Ten team. So – I'm not trying to laugh too much, but it was pretty funny how a lot of Ohio State fans are talking about the Michigan game and like, oh, you only won 30 to three, and then it's like you won 23 to three against Indiana. Like, bro, what? <laughs> like, Indiana and ECU are like right there on the list of like overall rankings. So they're like, yeah. Same. But yeah, so they've got a long road ahead though, because they I'm do. telling you, Ryan Day ain't it, and I okay. don't believe it. I Why? don't. Okay. I, you, you, you listen, you, what you're saying, it might be true, but I respect Ohio state and I need Ryan day to be the guy so that we can keep beating the, <laughs> I need you to take it back. Knock on wood. Ryan day is the answer at Ohio state. He is mm-hmm. okay. Everything about him. I want to say Ohio that because they all said that about Harbaugh in 2020, and then look what happened after. <laughs> we're not talking about. We're not talking about that. Okay. But no, I think I don't think Ryan Bake just prepares this team though in the way that all of these coaches have through the years, like the gritty fight. You know the the like, and I want to say like the hatred, but like we finally got the hatred. Like we finally started hanging Ohio State stuff. Beat Ohio State. Had the you know the last time Ohio State beat us. Clock like. We needed that because that's what helped Ohio State always beat us because oh, all that God. mattered was that they beat Michigan and then whatever they can do after that. And they, like, lost that prioritization, in my opinion, and that's because of Ryan Day. And we'll see if it fixes and go on, it goes forward. But I, I, I think know. it's going to be a long season. I'm and That Notre Dame game at Notre Dame night that's game. Gonna be, they're going to lose that game. They're going to lose that Honestly, game. I thought they were going to win it, and I'm like, yeah, now I'm not so sure anymore because Notre Dame and Sam Harmon looked great. And I hate that because I hate Notre Dame too. But well, they didn't play nobody. That's Well, but Sam Hartman though is, yeah, is, he does look is good. has a lot of experience. Right. And guess who doesn't? Kyle McCord right. and Devin Brown. So that QB to QB play is probably going to be very polarizing, but – I'll be over here just enjoying watching it. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Like I, uh, both eyes glued. Anytime Ohio State's playing, I'm watching it. I mean, I, I do that anyway, just because yeah. I need to know like what's going on with these guys, Thank right? You. People um, are like I don't. I never want to watch my rivals. I'm like, then oh. how do you know what we're gonna go against? Hello. Yeah, I gotta know. Like, so <laughs> I gotta know. I never want. So it's like this with Ohio State. So I'll tell you this. So like when when the Patriots were kicking the Bills' butt for 20 years, oh, it's yeah. like I would look at the schedule. You know, when it came out and I, I look, OK, when did the Bills play the Patriots? And I knew automatically that was two dub, that was two losses. Like we're, we're going to lose. Like so you're already starting the season knowing two and you kind of got to figure out, you know, how you're going to finish. Right. I, I Michigan for a long time, except, except for the couple years, last two years, it's like, OK, when are we playing Ohio State? Obviously, it's the end of the season, but 
we're taking an L on that, you know, because the next Ohio State quarterback and the next Ohio State running back, and oh God, they got wide receiver galore, which I would love for my Bills to draft Marvin Harrison. Like if he gets hurt and then he slides in the late first round, that'd be great. Well, yeah, just like Jackson. Like, you know what I'm mean? like right. saying? Like, I, I think I'm not I'm never like against Ohio State players once they go to the league. Like Michael Thomas was one of my favorite, like, to watch for a while. I always drafted him and, you know, use that and stuff. But, like, it's going to be – it's going to be interesting. Marvin Harrison Jr. is a dog, though. He like, is a – He is so good. Um, you know, everyone's saying he should have went to USC. But I'm, like, thinking – I'm, like, can you imagine that connection between him and Caleb Williams? Oh, he, he should have like, gone to Michigan. could you imagine <laughs> – yeah, I know. Hey, I would have loved that too. Don't All right, wrong, welcome him with open arms. So. I would. Ohio State, who? Like, I wouldn't. I was like, you, <laughs> you know, your whole career's been in Michigan. What are you talking about? Yeah, but no, they've got some great players. They'll, like I said, it was a slow start. You know, they got some really easy wins coming up too. Um, so at least what I hope. Or not, I hope, but like I, I don't want them to like be totally shit when we play them. I need like right. just one loss for the heartbreak, and then we'll just bury them with two. Like no, no, but, listen, they're gonna be good. The, yeah, the, their offense is too good to to just be ho hum all season. They're gonna get it together. I just don't know if they have the guy at quarterback. Like I'm, yeah. I still got questions. Right, you know, he didn't show me oh, anything yeah. that no was like were answered by any of them. But. Okay. It's one game, right? It's one game. Yeah. It's against a Big Ten opponent. I'll give him, uh, you know, I'm going you know, to count on Ryan Day and his scheme to to get these guys going. They should be fine by the time they play Michigan. Um, but if there's – if they got to – Yeah, they, they got to figure some stuff out, though. So it's not all peaches and cream just because they got the dub yesterday. They, 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 they worry hey, me a little bit. Watching that fan base melt down that whole time has just been glorious after all of their shots in oh, the offseason. I'm like, I don't know why you guys are that confident. Like, you have no idea what your quarterback's going to look like. That's going to be, like, worrisome. Yo, but I they love. Just always think, like, oh, we get generational. <laughs> I love that they're, they're, they're facing some adversity. Like, that, I want to see it's them suffer. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I want to see y'all Me suffer. Me my whole life. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm afraid like... of times like this. <laughs> Right. Okay. So there's another quarterback um, in the Big Ten. Man, like, I'm telling you, like, listen, Drew Aller, he he looks like a top five pick in two years. Yeah, he's a he's a slinger for sure because it's. I'm a little worried, you know. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of hype, you know, on him, and I'm like, okay, okay, let's just see about this. I turn to the game, and I'm just like. Oh yeah, this is legit. And then like the longer I watch, I'm like, oh shit, okay. I'm like, right, you too. Be ready. <laughs> Look, he, he this dude was making big boy reads and throws. Like mm-hmm. he looked like a pro quarterback out there. Yeah, I want to see him against our defense. That's yeah, no, I, I think it's gonna be a dogfight. I, you it will, know, it will. It always is, especially like at Penn State. You know, oh. it's never easy to win there, but. Like I said, not having that night game and it being a noon game is a blessing. Yeah. So that's all we can be thankful for at this point. All right. So we're going to wrap up our college football talk um, and we're going to we're going to kind of segue on to some uh, to some NFL. We're going to talk some bills. We'll talk some lions and some predictions. Uh, but first, before we do that, uh, let's go ahead and let you guys know about an event that is taking place in Buffalo here in a couple weeks. Bills Mafia is back. 
Are you ready for it? The third annual Buffalo Rumblings IPA beer release party is going down September 16th, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Resurgence Brewing Company located downtown at 55 Chicago Street. I'm going to tell you what, you do not want to miss this event. Come out and hang with Joe, Sarah, and the rest of the Buffalo Rumblings crew for the Megapod. You're going to want to bring your questions and be a part of the live stream. Get involved. It's going to be live. And this year, we're also going to have our friends from Fans of Buffalo joining the party and sponsoring the fun. They're going to be in the house to provide you with all the information you need to make your away game day experience the easiest and the most smooth that you've ever had in your life. I can promise you, they, they do their job very well. So make sure you make it out Saturday, September 16th, 6 p.m., Resurgence Brewing Company, 55 Chicago Street. Go Bills. All right, so you heard it right there. So Resurgence... I'll be there. I'll be in Buffalo for the for the uh, beer release. It's one of those events where it's like, you know, people come out, you know, you get to see your favorite content creators on Buffalo Rumblings. You kind of I'll be there. You can talk to me. We can we can have a shot. We can have a beer. What? Well, I probably shouldn't be drinking beer. I ain't gonna cap like I got a baby stomach, though, for real. Like if I start drinking beer, my, my stomach be bubbling like yeah. <laughs> beer is beer is heavy. Like it really is. I, I took this hair analysis, right? Like, I don't know, a couple months ago. And barley was on, like, one of the things that I, I can't have. Crazy, right? Really? I knew someone that was, like, allergic to barley before. It was like they couldn't, just could not have beer. But I still drink it, so there's that. <laughs> like, I go against the grain. <laughs> all right, so, listen, you know, so you've kind of, uh, you know, you've been all right for 32 minutes on this show, okay? <laughs> now, now, I know you're about to have some bad takes, Okay, for oh the next boy. 30 minutes. So, you know, <laughs> Bill's Mafia, they took you in. They might kick you to the curb, girl. So you, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to prove yourself here. Okay, first things up, we're gonna talk Detroit Lions. Let's uh so I'll go ahead and say this, okay? Like I like Dan Campbell. Okay. Um the, the whole kneecap thing was a little weird, but I was like, cool, whatever. Like, I get what you're trying to do, you know. The Bills have been where Detroit is, like the doorstop of, you know, NFL football, like the laughing stock, right? And so, but they've really put together some really solid draft classes, and I really like the one that they had this year, okay? You get Brian Branch out of Alabama, Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama, right? And then you go get my guy Campbell. Pride to one pride, that's what I love to hear. Oh, God, <laughs> did you just do that? Is that what y'all are saying? What, what y'all call the pen, upper peninsula, the UP? Is that what they say up there? <laughs> no, no. It's just I saw some Alabama fans saying it. I'm like, I really like that because we've drafted so many Bama players over the last few years. Which, Can you blame them? Well, Shoot. No. We got, so let's be real. All right. So what are you hearing out of Lions camp? What have you heard? I don't know if you've been in the training camp. I know you're kind of familiar with, uh, you know, what the Detroit Lions are doing from a content uh, standpoint, but what what have what have you seen? What have you heard? Yeah, so I'm a I'm a new season ticket holder this year, so super excited about that. Um, but I went to some tra the training camp. I went to like the first preseason game, but it's really it's it's just the continued culture um, that they're building off of. You know, it's it's the fact that we're seeing guys want to come here. You know, want to get drafted here, proud to be drafted here. I mean. As a Detroit fan through the years, there's been a lot of heartbreak on like sure. people who just clearly don't want to come here. So right. the fact that like people want to and want to stay here, fight for it. you saw Marvin Jones Jr. come back. It's 
the excitement in these guys and like mm. the hunger that they all have. And they're all just like their presence on social media has been really interesting because it's like, they're just so bought in and you're like, wow, Dan Campbell is not only just like this, you know, great motivational speaker for all of us, have us all wanting to run through a brick wall for him. But like these like, you know, grown men in the NFL respect this guy and want to follow and be a part of it and have them be his like, leader essentially and he's just he's done great and that's just what i keep hearing out is just you know and then brian branch going up you know jameer gibbs his speed alone like he's been killing our defense apparently and like pissing off guys because he's been his he's so quick you know right. um i know that i saw a, a thing from jack campbell said like i couldn't catch that guy if i wanted to sometimes you know so it's just he's so fast so the speed and agility of on the offense is really exciting. You know, the Jamison Williams that we, he got to at least participate in training camp and preseason. I'm happy. Don't we chuckle on Jamis? Jamison was my guy. He is my guy. He ain't done nothing. And he's still my guy. He's well, gonna be. He's, he's gonna your be guy, good. but he, he ain't is. done nothing. I like ja- I like Jamison Williams coming out. Yeah, he he really. I, the issue that happened was unfortunate and obviously like how it went down, I don't think is even appropriate to have him even be suspended this many games for what had happened, but I'm excited. You know, it gives another threat to this offense, you know, where it hasn't really been, you know, there's been a few prominent throughout the years. You think obviously like Calvin Johnson, but then like, really like after that, like, (laughs) You know, we're talking about what, what weapons have we had, and now sure. we have a plethora of them. And then even on defense, where our defense kind of been weak through the years, we've been building it back up. But it's it's just the hype and excitement of the of the guys just all being bought in that I've nonstop heard about, and it just makes me happy and like feels yeah. like this is really where things are going and things are on the uptick. And and Dan Campbell really is changing this culture, so I'm just excited for it. But we'll see. So I feel like one of them old guys. You know, where we we go, it's like we go back in time and we reminisce and like, you know, back in my day, there was a time where the Bills were just where you guys are right now. And, you know, the the cool thing about the Bills, you know, we got, uh, you know, Sean McDermott coming over when he when he when he took the job and we got a really good GM at Brandon Bean. And um, the the cool thing that kind of topped it all off was drafting Josh Allen. Like, yeah, that was that's what set sent them into the stratosphere. And I look at the Lions and I'm like, Jared Goff is not the future. <laughs> he, no. And, and I don't think he's the future. But keep going. No, nah, because listen, um, I, I, you know, Jared Goff has Manning face. Did you know that? I don't know if y'all know this, but like, uh, be, you know, being a. Uh, because I live here in Denver. So seeing the Broncos and, and when Peyton Manning played here, you know, Eli Manning with the Giants, like when shit went wrong, they just had that blank, like, I don't know what the hell know, is, just I happened. Know, know Jared Goff has that smug, <laughs> like, I'm a pre- – like, he he probably, when he's out in public, he wears his polos with the collar-up kind of smug Oh, look. my gosh. That, no. That's Jared Goff to me. You just keep picturing him as Brad, like Malibu Brad. From yes, like Malibu that's, yes he is. Yes, but he is. He just, he's honestly one of the nicest guys and, like, most humble. And, like, every one of his, like, players love him. Okay. Like, I, I know. You like you want to roll your eyes. Okay. It's like, you know what? It, it, I don't think he is this elite quarterback, let's say. I don't. 
Uh-huh. But we, I we know that. Can, <laughs> but I think, though, like, he can get them. Like, he almost got them to the playoffs starting one and six. So we don't start one and six this year. That ain't going to happen. It's just not going to happen this year. He can get us to the playoffs. Now, do I think he can go in there and win us a Super Bowl? I I don't know. You know, but I'm going to stand behind know. my guy. I don't. He got to a Super Bowl with the Rams. Hey, Why wouldn't he be it. able to get one with the He Pistons? didn't get them to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you better, was, you better be honest. The, he was still on the Rams and got he to did. the Super Bowl. He wore a jersey. But. He was on a team that represented the NFC in the Super Bowl. That was but the it worst was, Super Bowl ever. That was, was like the most boring Super Bowl ever. What a, what a, but, it was, a, it was, yeah. You know, Sean McVay got them to the Super Bowl. Aaron Donald. Like, <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. Okay. But here's the thing, though. Goff is, is the guy right now. He's the guy that's, leading everyone, getting everyone gelled together. He's like, you know, the head of the, mm-hmm. the helm of this team and it's working right now. Okay. And things are great. So that's mm-hmm. what I really want, you know, other Lions fans too to, 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 to focus on because there's a lot of golf haters out there that are Lions fans. And so I just say, yeah, you know, maybe not two, three years down the road, he's not going to be our quarterback, but he, he is right now. And the, the way that this team is and how he's got this team believing and playing and, and out there on offense, I love it. You know, they won eight out of their last nine to end the season. He, you know, helped end, you know, Rodgers' playoff chances in his last game at Lambeau ever. Um, so, yeah, I don't think he's some god of football, but he's getting it done right now, and I don't want to change that. You know, this oh, okay. team, where it's at, and how this guy is leading it is working tremendously, so why change it? Yeah, there's better options, but Hendon Hooker is back there waiting too. You keep laughing. <laughs> Hendon would have been a top five if he did not get injured. Wow. Okay. I, 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 respect, I, I respect it. I respect it. I really it. think it. I think he would have been a top five draft if he didn't get hurt. But this okay. isn't the 80s anymore. Right. So ACL tears, they don't worry me as much because technology and medicine has come so far that, like, it's not as much of a, you know, detrimental thing when you're like, oh, someone tore their ACL. I yeah. don't want them. Like, sure. maybe a running back, you're like, Oh, okay, you know, maybe not, but I don't know. Even still, then people still draft him, but right, I guess Hendon Hooker is going to be kind of sitting back a little bit. Um, you know, we got Teddy Bridgewater back there. I like him as a backup. Wearing number 50. <laughs> yeah, God. I like him as a backup. I really do. I think he's a good motivator too for the sidelines and for okay. the guys. So, okay, it's really just all about these guys that are going to keep things intact. And I think yeah. that that's what Goff is like, he's the glue of these guys you know maybe he's not the thing that leads us and gets us all the championships but he's going to help us in the way that sure he's the bridge right there yeah the bridge yeah. yes That's yeah you, you need a guy like that uh for sure. you know to kind of it's it's about the culture like and and for those of you sitting at home you you hear lexi kind of mention the culture like you heard you know the bills and sean mcdermott when they first got in the office they talked about the culture like you when there is a history of losing games close getting blown out like there is a mindset it's almost like a dark cloud that sits over the organization and and you have to go out and you have to sometimes you sometimes you got to overpay for guys um and these guys they may not show up you know in terms of statistical output but what they mean to the locker room is important 
you know, to kind of change that culture over. So you got guys like Teddy Bridgewater, you know, Hendon Hooker. I mean, even though he hasn't played a down in the NFL yet, but just his pedigree of character, what he brings now, dude's like 29 years old. He's 27 and he's, he's older, but, but still like you have to bring in guys um, that they're going to come in and help change the culture. I do love the, the free agent pickup of Chauncey Gardner Johnson. I think mm-hmm. he, he kind of gives, he, I think he fits that Detroit attitude that what they're trying to do. Does. Right. Yes. So it's he's it's like really goofy, cool, but he's like a hard worker. Yeah, like oh, I love his I love his whole aura. It's just, it's perfect for Detroit. Yeah, so um, I I really wish y'all would have kept your Jamal Williams. I think he was perfect, man. He was so perfect for what you guys were doing. I wish you would have kept him, but he's down in New Orleans right now. Uh, I think he's yes. gonna have he's gonna do great. Um, I think he will. I love Jamal. I do. Um, I just think he was a little overvalued. Like I think. Because, yeah, he was great, and he, he was good for the art culture, too. But, like, people are like, oh, he scored all these touchdowns. But, like, right. you know, all of them were, like, in the red zone within a couple yards. Right, like, right. You know, if we absolutely needed to, we can get other guys to rush like that. But I think it was a loss. Running back is, like, the one maybe semi-cloudy aspect because I don't know how Jameer Gibbs is going to do in this position yet. Mm. But, like, we lost Swift. We lost Williams. You know, we signed Montgomery. From the Bears, we got Jameer yeah, Gibbs. Yeah. So it's that's like a little bit of a question, but I, I do hope the best for Jamal, and, and I think he's going to kill it. The Saints, I really do. Yeah, so I'll say this about the Lions. Uh, I know when the Bills played you guys last year on Thanksgiving, like I know I can speak for the Bills Mafia here. We were kind of like, yo, like the Lions could beat the Bills. Like they are just, they're just like they're the one of those teams are pesky. No, nah, you shouldn't have. <laughs> no, Listen, oh God, you guys got so what sad. was coming to you. Okay, you you, you take that here. L and you like it. Um, but you know, it was one of those we were like, yo, like the Lions, they're they're just pesky, like they just they just won't stop fighting, you know. And it and it took a, a 40-yard dime on a rope to Stefan Diggs from Josh Allen in the fourth quarter to set up that field goal. I'm just saying, y'all weren't good enough that day, but 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 I think you guys can win the division. Let's let's talk about the yeah. let's talk about the NFC North and then we'll talk a little bills and then we'll do a couple predictions and we'll get out of here. So NFC North. You got Aaron Rodgers. He leaves the division. You got you got an upstart Chicago Bears with, with with my guy Fields looking. I mean, he's looking better. They added DJ Moore, right? You look at the Vikings, and you know, okay, they won like seven or eight games by one score or less. Um, they got so lucky last year, but you know, they went out and, and got Addison from uh, USC. So you know, they're going to be able to pass the ball, but they lose Dalvin Cook, right? Um, what do you think about the prospects of the Lions winning that division? Not and not from a homer take, but your honest opinion on like what you think they could do. And I didn't even mention the Packers. Yeah, this is the year. Like this is the year to take it all. Um, you know, not having Rogers on the Packers is the biggest thing. I'll be the one to say it. I mean, although the Lions owned him pretty well towards the end of his career, but <clears throat> still. The guy always got into the NFC championship or the NFC playoffs mm-hmm. every single time. So not having him, Jordan Love, I'm just not really feeling it. We'll see how it goes. I think it's going to be like a rough start for them. The Bears, yes, they signed DJ Moore, but they think they signed, like, I don't even know who the comparison will be, but they just think all of a sudden they're Super Bowl contenders. When it's like, pros, you won three games last year. Yeah, yeah. And Justin Fields was running for his life the entire season. So – I think that they're still going to be crappy. 
Vikings were the biggest frauds of 2022. Okay. They were the most fraudulent. I don't think Kirk is some like crazy good quarterback where I think that he kind of finesse the NFL a little bit and get the money. So mm. I love Justin Jefferson though. He's like the one factor where I'm like, he can really change everything for the Vikings sure. and, and win them the, the division by himself. So right, right. as long as like the Lions can contain them, which we should have won both games against the Vikings last year. Like, we should have won the North last year, but we like, they got the last second field goal that first yeah. time and, and got it. So story of my life, you know, yeah, but, yeah. Um, this is the year to do it. There's so many weaknesses in the other three teams where it used to always be us. And now is the time, time to capitalize. But Brad Holmes and, and Dan Campbell have been seeing this coming. Yeah. And they've been preparing. And that's how they've been drafting and, and building this team from the inside out. And the gritty, fighting type of guys, the type that's like the blue-collar work ethic of Detroit all around. Like, that's what they're, like, basing this on. It's like, this is the year. This has to be the year that the Lions take this division over. And I think they can do that. Yeah, no, I, I hope – I hope – it may be nice to see the Lions actually make the playoffs. I mean, we see teams that, that don't make the playoffs, you know, one year, then all of a sudden things kind of change. They get some added personnel or you see another guy take a step or a leap and they're knocking on the doorstep and here we go. So the Bills were like that with, with Tom Brady in the division. I, I mentioned this earlier in the show, um, you know, it's going to come. Like your time will come. So I know when the Bills made the playoffs for the first time and, and, and the drop baby was like 18 years old, I cried. Like I was in there crying. So I know it's going to, you guys are going to be doing the same thing. So all the best to the lions. I hope, you know, I hope it happens. I really do. Um, you know, that's how I feel about you guys where I'm like, I love bills fans. I just want you guys to win a super bowl. So man. I'm rooting for you. Let, you it, know, if you're getting there, you're honestly, you're so close, but it's, it's coming. <sighs> I'm not trying to get your hopes up, but like, honestly, no, like, let's be real. Like, no, it's, it's, it's coming, <laughs> man. I, it's like one of those things, like, all I want in life is for the Bills to win a Super Bowl. And I'm like, Lord, take me. Like, I'm good to go after that. Like, if I can mm-hmm. see the Bills get a Lombardi, life's done. Like, I'm I, good. I said it. I say the same thing. I could die the next day and be like, I lived a good life. It wouldn't matter what the hell happened. Yeah. Um, you know, and on the contrary, if my team never wins it, like, on my will, I will say that, like, they are going to be inscripted in my headstone that they let me down one more, one last time. Like they, I will literally curse the lions for eternity. If I do not get a super bowl before I die. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> you might as well get that epitaph ready. <laughs> no, nah, I'll just play it. I hope, you know, I hope we get one before y'all. That's all I'm saying. You know, I, I, I can't hang on the lines too much. Anytime the Bills have a, a crazy snowstorm, you know, that's the that's where that's where they play. So, you know, there's some there's some definitely ties from Ralph Wilson and y'all's owner, you know, and the whole story. Everybody knows about it, but whatever. But uh the Bills. So like 13 seconds still is, oh is still sour. Last year against the Bengals. And it's like, yo, can the Bills get over themselves? Like, I know that, that's what I'm saying. They are their worst enemy, and that's like what's crazy about it. It's like they didn't shoot themselves in the foot. And you're like, what oh are yeah, you doing? like you got so much talent. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, you know they they faced so much adversity last year. Um, it's it's wild. But this is this year they're under the radar, right? Um, they do have a couple holes. I'll tell you about this. So middle linebacker Tyrell Dawson is not it. You know. Uh, they're trying to, they did sign Christian Kirksey. 
um, recently. I hope he starts week one, right? But we don't know. He's on the practice squad right now, and you can kind of do some roster gymnastics with the practice squad and bringing guys up and so forth. I know he's, you know, I know he's trying to get acclimated to the defense. Um, and then offense, right tackle. Spencer Brown is, man, we, they need to see a big improvement in year three from him because, uh, I mean, you got a Ferrari back there. And I know Josh Allen brings a lot of the unwarranted pressure sometimes just because of how mobile he is in the pocket. Um, and I hope he kind of calms down to an extent. Like Josh Allen's always going to be one of those guys that's going to kind of create plays out of chaos, right? But mm-hmm. right tackle is concerning. Um, and last year they just played with a ton of injuries. So going into this year, they're under the radar. You know, everybody's kind of shitting on the Bills saying, well, you know, they, they're not even going to win their own division. Like, are you kidding me? Like it, they're talking about the, the, the Miami Dolphins and the, and the Jets <laughs> winning the division, first of all. Okay. Oh yeah, I forgot. I I, I gave Rogers to you. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> Enjoy that. I'm sure yeah. it'll be wonderful. It, it's so New York and so Aaron Rodgers or New Jersey. I'd say. Perfect, I wouldn't say New York. He's, he's perfect. perfect he yeah, really he, he could be smug all he wants over there. He can go on as many dark darkness retreats he wants to now. <laughs> Them thing. He, he'll probably be on primetime television. Uh, he'll be the new Paris Hilton. So, but. Hey, they're good. Their defense is is look, Sauce Gardner. I know. He's so good. He's a dog. He is. He's a dog. But then we got the Miami Dolphins. They they got a lot to say. Like, I'll give the Jets credit because mm-hmm. like they don't really talk too much ish. You know what I'm saying? They they kind of you know, it's like they 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 do their thing on the field and whatever. They, you know, but the Dolphins, man. The Dolphins always got to talk just Miami crazy. fans in general. I feel like it's like Miami right. Hurricanes or Dolphins. It's just all the same. I get tired <laughs> of the Dolphins, man. There, this one guy yesterday on Twitter, uh, dude, dude has like he's one of their like their famous uh, content creators. I forgot the guy's name, whatever. But he <laughs> he, he he took the time to. Uh, Every Josh Allen interception last year, and then he put in the caption on the video, this video is very long. It's like, boy, if you don't shut up with that weak mess, get out of here, bro. Like, we don't even know if Tua's going to – first of all, is Tua going to complete a whole season? And y'all ain't done nothing. Y'all ain't won a playoff game since 2016, so miss me on that. All right. They've, like, really shot themselves in the foot, like, these last few years. Yeah. yeah, The fact they're so high, it's like – Maybe chill out a little bit here. I don't know what. Right, let them so talk. Excited. Let them talk. Let them talk. Cause I'm sick and tired of them. And then you got the <laughs> Patriots over here. Like, oh god, uh, we don't. No one knows what Bill's doing. Like he's 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 chasing greatness. Uh, the win total and his teams is his team is buns. Like Mac Jones, y- y'all already know. Like my man looked like a gym teacher. He's buns. Yeah. They're buns. He's, he's he's gonna forever be chasing that Tom Brady high. He's right. never gonna get it again. It's like, over. That is long gone. Yo, it's a wrap. But you know, and everyone's been criticizing him. And yeah, it's like there's been so many things where I'm like, what the hell is he doing? Like this, it makes no sense. What yeah. is he thinking? And it's like the more it happens, the more I'm like, okay, Bill, well, get it together. Like make us see, like you know, you really do know what you're talking about, right? But, We'll see, because you know every dynasty's got to come to an end. We know that, so yeah. Um, Patriots are, are right up, coming up soon. Yeah, we'll see. They need a quarterback, so I, I, you know, Mac Jones ain't it. And if 
if I'm them, tank it, man. Just just blow it up. Get your quarterback. I don't feel like he couldn't do that. I know he won't. He won't. He won't. He he has too much pride. Robert Kraft is gonna have to fire him and blow it up. Like he God. (laughs) I know. Could you imagine? That would be great. Oh wow. I would eat a box of Kraft macaroni and cheese if he fired Bill I would need to watch that 30 for 30. Like that that whole thing between him and everyone. The the press conference will just be joyous. Um All right, so let's talk. Let's talk uh, rookie of the year. Um, you know, draft class is loaded. Like, there are some good guys that came out. Um, you know, we got about five minutes left on the show. Like, tell me who you got for rookie of the year. So I love Bijan. I think that you know he's going to be the heart and soul of Atlanta's offense because mm. they really don't. They really don't got much else working for him right now. Um, not in the capacity that Bijan will bring and. Him on the ground, smash mouth, through that, you know, all the defenses. I think he is going to be rookie of the year. My runner up would be Jameer Gibbs. Um, but I like I, you know, I told you earlier before the show, like the Lions are gonna be using him in so many ways that it's really not gonna show the stats that he would need to be right. able to be like, Yeah, you're gonna be um, you know, rookie of the year. But um, I, I say look out for him because I think he's going to be really stellar. And I, you know, I, here I am wanting to say even Brian Branch too, but um, I, yeah, think no. is, I, I think Bijan really though is going to run away with it just because there's not as many other offensive weapons like the Lions have, you know, against Jameer. Like they're going to be relying on Bijan often, I think. Okay. It, they think it's going to show. So, um, you know, you took, you took the wind out of my sails with the Bijan thing. I'll go. Zay Flowers. Oh, okay. Zay Flowers. And listen, people aren't talking about him enough, but that dude, he's good. At wide receiver out of Boston College. Um, you, you got to think about that that Baltimore offense. I mean, Lamar Jackson, right? He's he's really, really good. I don't know if anybody. Yeah, I've been a that. Lamar. Yeah. Like, I love Lamar. I've loved him for so long. I've always wanted to see him do good. So I'm glad he got his stuff worked out and he did it on his own. Yeah. And now it's like, all right, you got your money. Yeah. Now get back out there and do what you've been yeah. doing all along. You know, yeah. so don't let it slip up. Don't let them tell, you know, say any different. You just get out there and do what you do. Is, that connection with him and Zay is going to be stellar. That's, that's actually a really good. That's a good one. Well, you know, thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate the love <laughs> on that. But at the same time, you know, I, it, it's like he's he's their number one option outside of Mark Andrews. Um, yeah. You know, better than Odell. I think he, you know, he he's better than Rashad Bateman. Like the dude can play. On the Ravens. I know, I know, I, just, I know. Yeah, I always forget about these like random like changes when they. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Zay Flowers, I'll, I'll go with Zay. A runner up, I mean. I got to throw a quarterback in there. I'll say C.J. Stroud because, you know, listen, they, they, the AFC South is really bad. Um, yeah. who It's like the NFC South. Like, who, you know, anybody could take the division. Now, when I know the Jags are the best team in that division, but I, I think C.J., he, he's the most polished quarterback to come out uh, of that draft class, in my opinion. Um, and I think he's going to figure it out. Um, you know, he didn't do it against Michigan, but I think he's going to figure out some things in the NFL. We'll see how he does, but – um, if I had to do that, I mean, I would love to say Dalton Kincaid, but I don't think he's going to have the production that's going to warrant rookie of the year. When's the last time a rookie, you know, a rookie tight end won rookie of the year? Like, right, yeah. So it's not it's not the like main position they'll be looking at. So. Right, 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 right. Okay, so the the final one, MVP. Who you got for MVP? 
So, um, <laughs> I'm going with Jalen Hurts. <clears throat> I think, <laughs> you know what? You can't just be doing that. So, I think he would have honestly had a, he had a really good shot to win it last year and mm. probably would have if he didn't miss those two games. So, I, I mean, he's just like in peak performance right now, though, you know, and just really is guiding that team. Don't get me wrong. I love me some Josh Allen. I love Patrick Mahomes. Pat Mahomes, you know, God knows, could probably end up winning it again because he's just a damn magician behind that. But, like, you know, it's it's going to be Jalen Hurts, in my opinion. So, <laughs> You know why I take offense to that? Why? And it's not because of you, necessarily. It's because people are saying that Jalen Hurts is better than Josh Allen. And I'm like... <laughs> So you're just using the projection. Of yeah. It's, okay. it's, I don't think he's better material. than Josh Allen. But Josh Allen did disappoint me a little bit last year. He needs to get it back on this season, which I think he can. He's all right. Very talented, all right. Okay. But he, he disappointed me a little bit. He was my guy in fantasy. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing, Josh? Come he still on. had a great season. He did. There was just a little bit of disappointment. In, in sure. Robert. Sure. Okay. okay. I know you, everybody's expecting Josh, Josh to hang in the room. You can even listen to it in all the multiplicity. Um, talk shows. I love Josh Allen. I do. So. <laughs> All right. I, I got to go with my guy. I got to go Josh Allen. Okay. I, I think he's going to, he's going to have around 4,800 passing yards. You know, I think he's going to hit 40 touchdown passes and I think he, he'll probably have like 600 yards on the ground and probably five or six touchdowns, you know, uh, on the ground. And, and then, yeah. So I think Josh Allen, look, that offense that he's got this year, he's got weapons. It's not just Stefan Diggs, right? Yeah. Um, and they're they're playing a really tough schedule, so like he's gonna be like Josh Allen plays his best when he's under pressure. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's you know what I'm sure. saying? He's, he's one of those guys like that. Year, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I think you know, barring injury, you know, everything copacetic, you know, people staying healthy. I, I think Josh Allen is is gonna be if he doesn't win it, he's definitely gonna be number two. I totally respect the whole Jalen Hurts thing. Um, playing in the NFC, he's he's the best quarterback in the NFC. Think about that. Right. And he's yeah. a young guy. So, um, you know, the scheduling in, in terms of like the strength of schedule is not that hard for for some of those uh, in its NFC divisions. Uh, but he's in the NFC East and they got some dogs over there. But I think Jalen Hurts with the best offensive line in the league. He's got two really good wide receivers. He's got Rashad Penny back there. DeAndre Swift, as you know, uh, he's got a lot of weapons at his disposal. So if he doesn't produce, something is wrong. Yeah, and I mean, I think DeAndre Swift, as long as he can stay healthy, which was always right, right, the kicker. But if he can, he'll do really well, and it'll be like a really great thing for Jalen just to be handing off to him. But we'll see if we see his healthy. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, Lexi, you've been you've been phenomenal. You know, I, I, I took a census. Um, Bills Mafia will keep you around. We're, Sounds we're- good. I'm so happy. I love you guys. I love Bills Mafia is legendary. So before I let you go, okay, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find you and your work? Yeah, so I do um, content weekly on a podcast called The Weekenders for Multiplicity Media. Um, I'm co-host with my friends Max and Bobby. And then I also do content for Win Daily, NFL, college football stuff. But, you know, I, I love football. It's my life. So um, you can find me on Twitter, GoBlueLexi117. Same thing with my Instagram. Um, and then just check me out there. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure having you Thank here. You. For those of you who are listening, 
for those of you who are watching the Intentional Grounding podcast right here on the Buffalo Rumblings VidCast feed, make sure that you like, follow, and subscribe. Also want to let you guys know that this will be the spot, the hub for the post-game show, okay? Myself, I'll be going on right after the Bills games. Joe Miller will, will go right after me uh, sometime later in, in the night. Um, but, you know, your first take is going to be with me. All right, y'all going to want to keep it loaded with me, and then y'all go see Joe. But yeah, I'll be doing the post-game show. Lexi, we're going to have to have you back on this thing. Yes, I would We're going to have to have so you much. back. Yes, yes, yes. Um, It's game week. It oh, is yes. officially <laughs> game week. And I cannot wait. So, therefore, I'm going to let you guys know that we are out of here. And you guys enjoy your Labor Day weekend. We'll see you later.